This is Mark Media. Hit it! Welcome to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Mark Gunn. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily reflective of anyone or any entity associated with this broadcast. This episode is brought to you by the Centers for Disease Control. The best way to protect yourself from 2019 novel coronavirus is to avoid being exposed to the virus. Additionally, there are preventative actions that you can take to protect yourself and your family from the spread of respiratory viruses that can make you sick. These include stay home if you're sick, cover your cough, and wash your hands. For more information, visit coronavirus.gov. That's coronavirus.gov. This episode, White America, What Did Black People Do to Make You Hate Us So Much? Featuring spoken word artist, Truth Be Told. If this episode comes off as somewhat hostile, it's because it's meant to be. As a 59-year-old black man in this age of Black Lives Matter, I've watched this country constantly tiptoe around the one question among many, that it simply refuses to answer. And frankly, I'm tired. I've been a part of conversations with white people who swear they aren't racist, but employ every racist tactic in the book to divert from the issue. And I'm tired. So-called liberal white folks who, quote, mean well, attempt to convince me that I'm either overreacting and that it's not as bad as I think it is, or they have the unmitigated gall to tell me how I should express my anger. Right now, as some of you listen to this, you're getting defensive, and your reflexive reaction will be, well, not all white people. Stop it. You bore me. If you know you've been putting in the work to fight against racism, the real work, and not these social media symbolic shows of support, then you don't have to say anything. What you will do, though, is make sure that the white folks among you that don't get it or simply refuse to will hear this. Because I'm way beyond tired. So again, I ask, white America, what did black people do to make you hate us so much? What is it about us that makes you kidnap, rape, and murder a people who had nothing to do with you? Beat and brainwash an entire language, religion, and culture away from a people who had nothing to do with you. You went from using our babies as alligator bait to using them as target practice in the name of law enforcement. Why? After slavery, when we did what this country said we should do by pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps, by building our own cities and economies, despite the promise of 40 acres and a mule never being kept, you saw fit to destroy them, killing hundreds, if not thousands, in the process with guns and bombs supplied by your own government. Why? White America, what did black people do to make you hate us so much? We served in every one of your wars with honor and distinction, even if those wars were unjust. Yet, when we returned to these shores, we weren't given a hero's welcome. No, we were beaten and killed for simply wearing the uniform. When the government we fought for made provisions for returning soldiers with programs like the GI Bill, why were we not included? When the government was giving away land and teaching people how to farm through land-grant colleges, why were we not included? Especially since, ironically, we were the ones farming your land in the first place. 
And no, it doesn't stop there. Why was there a need for the Tuskegee experiment? Why would you intentionally infect black men with syphilis and lie about giving them the cure? Why would you intentionally watch them die, and why would you keep up this lie until the 1970s? This country questions the very humanity of black people. But I have to ask, what kind of inhuman monster does this? I also have to ask, what did black people do to make you hate us so much? Why did you kill Martin? Why did you kill Malcolm? Why did you kill Medgar? Did their protests for civil rights go beyond the pale for you? What was so threatening about a small-town Baptist preacher who used nonviolence as a means of getting his message across? What was so threatening about a minister who simply taught us to love ourselves enough to use force only in self-defense? What was so threatening about simply wanting to be treated equally? And why are we still asking that question now in 2020? White America, what did black people do to make you hate us so much? America has been in a psychological war against us for over 400 years. Why? Why was it a crime for us to learn to read, punishable by death? When we were finally allowed to, it was from selected passages of your Bible. Why has America continued to push the white is right narrative in just about every aspect of society? I am a media and marketing professional by trade, and that narrative is really pushed in my world. For most of my 59 years, until recently, standards of beauty and success have always been white. In westerns, good guys wore white, and the bad guys wore black. Angel food cake was white. Devil's food cake was black. Whiteness is seen as pure and wholesome. Blackness as dark and evil. The hypocrisy there is astounding. Progress in some areas has been made to a point because blacks continue to force the issue. More of us are being represented in a positive light in various marketing campaigns not geared just toward black consumers, but the general market as well. However, as much representation as we're getting in front of the camera, behind the scenes, the world of advertising and advertising agencies may just as well be another group of white supremacists. Very few, if any, blacks are in decision-making or leadership positions in most of America's advertising agencies. And getting back to being in front of the camera, why did some of you lose your minds when Cheerios released a commercial featuring a beautiful biracial little girl showing affection to her black father by pouring cereal all over his chest? She was concerned about his heart, and Cheerios was touting the fact that they were low in cholesterol. Why did white folks lose their minds when Coke released probably one of their most brilliant commercials ever during the Super Bowl, featuring people singing America the Beautiful in several different languages? Man, some of you went into full-blown Karen mode, wanting to speak to the manager, so to speak. Why? Then, there's Colin Kaepernick, and your reaction to his silent protest against racism and police brutality. Perhaps the biggest display of American hypocrisy I've ever seen in quite some time. This country that holds up the value of freedom of speech went into full-blown America, love-it-or-leave-it mode. This black man, who at the advice of a Special Forces veteran went from sitting silently on a bench during the National Anthem to taking a knee as a sign of respect to fallen soldiers, clearly stated his reasons for doing so. But instead of doing what most reasonably intelligent people would do, 
and take Cap at his word? Lots of you contorted yourselves into an unrecognizable bag of human stupidity and came up with every other reason under the sun as to why Kaepernick was wrong for protesting in such a manner. Why? You started burning the Kaepernick jersey you already paid for, and for some of you idiots, you went as far as buying a Cap jersey just to burn it on social media. You did the exact same thing when Nike inked the deal with Kaepernick and took his social justice campaign to a whole nother level. You burned all the Nike gear that you already paid for. <laughs> Why? Do you think you were teaching the NFL a lesson? You boycotted the NFL when more players started taking a knee. You cheered when 45 called players sons of bitches and every one of your conservative talking head heroes whined about politics not belonging in sports while not telling you that politics has always been a part of sports. Why? What is it about athletes using their power and influence to speak out against racism that bothers you so much? White America, what did black people do to make you hate us so much? Coming up, since it's painfully obvious that this question will most likely never be answered, I'll offer some answers of my own, and I'll introduce you to a brilliant spoken word artist who has quite a bit to say on the subject. His name is Truth Be Told. More after this. If you're an advertiser, one of the most important things about getting your message out is actually standing out from the rest of the crowd. If you're listening to this program right now, this is where you'd hear your commercial. As an exclusive sponsor of Gunshots Straight from the Hip, your commercial is professionally produced and gets a longer shelf life based on your needs. Gunshots Straight from the Hip is a unique and compelling program unlike anything else in the marketplace. Episodes are available for download on iTunes, TuneIn, and MarkGunMedia.com. And depending on how you tailor your message, the potential for new and repeat customers is that much greater. Best of all, it's extremely cost-effective. If you'd like more information on how you can be a sponsor of this broadcast, call Mark Gun Media Inc. at 502-407-0283. That's 502-407-0283. Or log on to markgunmedia.com. The People's Station for over 70 years. 1350 AM, 104.7 FM, WLOU Louisville. The original soul of Louisville. Online at WLOUFM.com. downloads of this and past episodes and information about all the multimedia services we offer, log on to our website at www.markgunmedia.com. That's markgunmedia.com. Welcome back to Gunshot Straight from the Hip. My name is Mark Gunn. Remember, you can download and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. And if you listen on iTunes, I'd really appreciate you leaving a review. It helps to get more ears on what we're doing. In this episode, I'm asking White America... What did black people do to make you hate us so much? You'll also be hearing from spoken word artist Truth Be Told. Here in Louisville, Kentucky, protesters have been on the streets for over three months now because there have still been no arrests in the murder of Breonna Taylor. We have a mayor who's being investigated for possible corruption and an attorney general who seems to be more interested in kissing Donald Trump's ass than in actually solving the crime. When it comes to us being murdered at the hands of police, why do some whites always, always, 
always side with the police, no matter what. Why do we hear things like, well, he must have done something, or was it on video? And the ever-popular lie, if you don't do anything wrong, you don't have anything to worry about. Or the variation of, if you don't resist the police, you don't have to worry. Now, I could spend the rest of this episode reciting the names of dead black people that prove all of these fallacies to be lies. Why are we in the streets again? Why is justice delayed so often justice denied again? And why do some of you insist on telling us how we should protest, how we should express our grief and anger? Oh, you're quick to evoke the name of Martin Luther King when you know nothing more than the one line of his I Have a Dream speech. I get it. You like your blacks, sweet and docile, as Langston Hughes once wrote. But answer this. Why do you still bask in your ignorance instead of taking the time to actually learn more about the man? You'd be shocked to the core to learn that Martin Luther King Jr. was as radical as Malcolm X. I get it. You're comfortable in your ignorance. But why? White America, what did black people do to make you hate us so much? Since you don't seem willing to provide any answers, I've got some of my own. I think I know why it's easier for you to embrace your cowardice than it is to deal with your problem. That's right, racism is your problem. That's answer number one. You hate us because the system that your ancestors put into place is designed to make you feel that way. Number two, you fear us. And it's a fear that's as visceral as the rage that we've been feeling for over 400 years now. Some of you have even stated it time and time again. Your deep-seated fear is that if blacks were to ever gain true equality, we would do to you what you have done to us. Now, I'd be a liar if I didn't tell you that some of us actually feel that way. As a society, you've got it coming. But, as we've often also said, you should be glad that the only thing we want is equality and not revenge. 3. White America's Moral Inferiority For all of your preaching and posturing about human rights abuses around the world, white America has been among the biggest culprits. Maya Angelou once stated that when it comes to racism, blacks will always have the moral high ground. You see, deep down in that thing you call a soul, you know that America has always been wrong in its treatment of black people. But, and here's number four, you're trapped in between the American delusion that you've been brainwashed with and the American reality that is forcing you to finally wake up from your red, white, and blue coma. 5. You hate us because deep down, you've never, ever seen us as human. Oh, we can sing, dance, and bounce a ball for you, Laura Ingram. You love us as long as we're entertaining you. We can even be your rape victims when, as a slave owner, it was your God-given right, according to you, to visit such evil on an innocent woman or child. Oh yeah, there were some child rapists back in the days of slavery. Another form of entertainment for you. 6. You see true equality as a zero-sum game. Somewhere in your disease-addled mind, you've convinced yourself that your whiteness loses its value 
if blacks are on an even playing field? And 7. As a white person, for hundreds of years, you've been taught that you were superior to us in every way possible. That you are entitled to the best of everything, even though you've earned very little of it, if you've earned any of it at all. You hate us because you're seeing that lie being disproven every single day. It kills you when you see stories of black kids being accepted into your Ivy League colleges because they were simply better than your kids. They didn't have to cheat their way in like Lori Laughlin or Felicity Huffman. It kills you when you see an educated black man or woman on television calling you out to your face about your racism while using words you're too stupid to understand. How about the black man that speaks six or seven different languages and you have the nerve to throw a temper tantrum if he's using one of those languages in your presence? Oh, I've heard it. You're in America. Speak English. That's another one of your pathetic racist screeds. And I can only imagine the psychological trauma you endured for eight years when non-racist white people and everybody else elected the nation's first black president. How did it feel that when you had to say that a brother named Barack Hussein Obama was the leader of what you thought was a white Christian nation? Here comes this highly educated black man who's had the same wife for well over 20 years, two beautiful daughters, and no scandals. And they fly in the face of every single stereotype you've ever believed about black people. Unlike your barely literate white supremacist messiah who's had five kids by three different women. <laughs> Hell of a role model. Bottom line is that you hate us because you are cowards. You fear that you're being bred out of existence. Your so-called American way of life is vanishing right before your eyes. And I thank God, Buddha, Allah, or whomever for that. There is no longer a place for your kind of ignorance, and the sooner that you realize that, the better off the rest of us will be. Coming up, a few thoughts from spoken word artist, Truth Be Told, right after this. One of the biggest accomplishments we've had over the past year is the continued growth of our podcast, Gunshots Straight from the Hip. If you haven't heard it, you can check it out now on our website at markgunmedia.com or on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the TuneIn Radio app. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Past episodes are available for download right now. Each episode is written and produced from a perspective not heard enough in this medium, the black perspective. However, Gunshot Straight from the Hip is not limited to a black audience. Anyone can get something out of it. We tackle social and political issues, sometimes some slice-of-life stuff, in a way that's very compelling and unlike any other podcast on the market right now. With my experience as an award-winning audio producer and a reputation for being rather outspoken, Gunshots Straight from the Hip is something you won't want to miss. Over the next year, we want to add more subscribers, with a goal of 1,000 new subscribers every month. If you haven't joined us yet, go to our website, markgunmedia.com, and hit the podcast link. You could also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you're already with us, thank you. We just ask that you turn your friends and family on to us. Remember, we have a goal of 1,000 new subscribers every month, and we can't do it without your support. That's Gunshots Straight from the Hip, available right now at markgunmedia.com, 
iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the Tuned In Radio app. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you. This is the new sound of 104.7 WLOU. Frankie Beverly and May. Classic soul, R&B, blues, jazz, and gospel. 104.7 WLOU, the original soul of Louisville. For downloads of this and past episodes and information about all the multimedia services we offer, log on to our website at www.markgunmedia.com. That's markgunmedia.com. Welcome back to Gunshot Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Mark Gunn. Remember, you can subscribe and download this and other episodes by going to our website at markgunmedia.com, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This episode, White America, What Did Black People Do to Make You Hate Us So Much? I want to introduce you to a young man I've known for well over a decade. He started out as a protege of mine while in radio, but his true gift was in the spoken word. He's an award-winning artist who's been a part of national advertising campaigns, concert tours, and his work literally speaks for itself. Here with a piece called Jacob's Ladder, What It's Like to Be a Black Man in America, is Truth Be Told. It's a fucking exhausting climb. Having your rites of passage be the talk instead of bar mitzvahs and looking over your shoulder while under surveillance in white spaces, it's apologizing for being shot. Apologizing for not being perfect. It's having people tell you about a life they know nothing about. It's your skin becoming so weaponized. A 17-year-old Trayvon is deemed a justifiable homicide, while 17-year-old white boys with AR-15s aren't even seen as a threat. It's having emotions be seen as validation for your assassination. It's taking brown sugar cream and trauma with your coffee daily and sometimes not being there for loved ones because you couldn't be there for yourself. It's having red marks on your life viewed as justification for taking it. Mama told me, pray for my enemies. It's having your death from enemies displayed on replay. Having your death justified, analyzed, terrorize us in life and death. There really is no rest for the weary. No, really. It's seeing a white man anchoring Channel 3 News in Phoenix more upset with vandalized buildings in Scottsdale than cops killing black women while sleeping. Maybe that's why we're exhausted. Tossed around by all to fit and shrink inside what they think of us. They think we're kings but say we're dogs. Say we're thugs. Call us niggers. We call ourselves niggers but maybe it's because we learn to love what they hate. Our skin. Our women. Our genius. Mama told me pray for my enemies. Dad told me ignition off, keys on the dash, slow movements. Yes, sir. No, sir. Hands at 10 and 2 and you still might see your final hour. It's white folk talking like 80 stereotype characters as they greet me in feeble attempts to show they're down. I'm a good person. I swear, bro. Calling me bro like Cain and kill Abel. It's me rhyming because as long as I'm entertaining, I'm less likely to be seen as a threat, more apt to capture your attention. Listen. It's saying listen when we speak because being heard ain't something we're used to. It's happening again. 
screenshots of men shot by cops forcing my hands to tick repeatedly on keyboards, side effects of lead poisoning. How fucked up is it that black creatives have to write our own people's obituaries as therapy? Side note, go to therapy. It's being a scapegoat and campaign cry for racist presidents. That last line ain't just present tense, there's plenty precedent. We've been climbing the same ladder Jacob has, knowing that to some, stumbling makes our lives worthless. Not even worth the thought to pause, maybe not shoot him in the back seven times. This country has always found a way to take a black man's legs, whether castrated, quartered by horses, or crucified on Instagram. Mama said Jesus was perfect and they still killed him. Maybe that's why Christians see fit to put holes in those whose culture they worship, those they see as three-fifths of a man, enduring everything from seasickness on ships to plantations and beyond. It took my grandfather surviving clan attacks for me to write this. Every time I see police, I feel closer to him, wondering if this is what he felt like being in sunset towns near dusk, knowing any given time I could find my life ending at the hands of those sworn to protect me. Mama told me pray for my enemies. Dad said stay at 10 and 2. Granddad taught me to protect what's worth fighting for. Being a black man is fighting for your space while fighting for your world, your peace, and yourself. It's the same as what you were told by James, by Nina, by Langston, by Nikki. Shit, since we've been here, it's been the same fucking exhausting climb. That was Truth Be Told with Jacob's Ladder, What It's Like to Be a Black Man in America. You can find more of his work at truthbetold.net. That's the word truth, the letter B, and the word told.net. You can find him on Instagram at truthbetold and on Twitter at truthbetoldpoet. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear from you as well. So if you have comments about this or any other episode, go to the website at markgunmedia.com and hit the contact us link. You've been listening to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. The views expressed are those of the host and guests and not reflective of any business entity or anyone associated with this broadcast. If you have any comments or want more information on how to be a sponsor, log on to our website at markgunmedia.com or call us at 502-407-0283. That's 502-407-0283. Thank you for listening. Mark Gun Media. No hype, no hoopla. Just damn good work.